Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of P.S. The Podcast I'm your host, Reg Thomas On today's episode, we welcome the lovely Loretis Mora She's a very funny comedian, all the way from New York And in this episode, we discuss how, for whatever reason, people always forget to take the joke with her Happy to be sharing this with you guys later Reg Thomas is not a role model He is a comedian some of the things he says may cause a person to get hurt, expelled, arrested, possibly deported. To put it another way, if you're offended by this, don't blame end stars. Time for a smoke session. <coughs> in today's smoke session, we're just going to go over something very briefly with all my white audience members, all my white fans. When you see me wearing sports memorabilia and sports stuff, I, I know, I know. You know, sports are very engaging. We all love them. Black people understand. See, black people understand. Black people see me in this. They like, oh, Reg just looks nice. He just found a jacket he likes and he put an outfit together. That's great. White people, my white fans see me in this. Oh, so you too? You're a Mets fan? I didn't ever thought. Bro, how do you think we're doing this year? Like, God, white guys are so more loyal to their sports teams than their own families. I'm like, fam, get away from me. I do what, like... I did a show a couple weeks ago, and like this, this guy saw me at the door, and he was like, oh, nice jacket. I said, thank you. Then I get on stage, I'm doing my jokes. He's like, oh, yeah, the guy with the jacket. I love this guy. I'm like, yo, fam, we do not know each other. We did not make a connection. I have a jacket for, of a team that you happen to also know. That's it. Please. All right? Like, black people, do. we are not sports fans like that. We watch sports because we gamble. But we are not, like, rooting for, like, these teams like that. Like, I wore this because it looked good. That's it. <coughs> And this is why no one likes men, because men are entitled. Dudes, young dudes, and sadly grown men who think and believe that they should be, like, pursuing women and trying to find love. And you ain't got no money. You ain't got no money. And we're not talking about millions of dollars. We're talking about you ain't got no money to keep this up. Like, you ain't got no money to keep you up. And like you like like I guess they they call them incels. I'm not really here for the incel business, but like the idea that you think you should be out here fucking and moving the way you want to move, and like not to say that it don't happen. Plenty of dudes out here fucking and don't have nothing going for themselves, and that's cool. But it catches up. But it's the idea that like you would get mad at a girl because she don't want to deal with you not having shit. It's like bro, like like at least some smart guys don't have shit. They be happy, like they'll kiss the, they'll just. Kiss up to Jesus like, I got the fuck at least once. And, you know, you just go on about your life. They got men out here with no plan for themselves. Mad that a bitch won't stay still. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. This is New York. You spend $30 just waking up. How she, how she, supposed, to, how she supposed to stay still? You ain't got no plan. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by NSTARS. For the latest news in Hollywood, follow nstars.com. E-N-S-T-A-R-Z.com. Today I have the very funny, the glorious, glamorous, amazing, phenomenal, Gloeris Mora. Thank you, Brad. You tried. <laughs> I tried my best, man. I almost swallowed my tongue. Yeah, it's you got to roll the R one more time. I almost died on the rolling the right. R. It's like a Popeye's biscuit. Gloeris 
Mora. Good. That's and I want everyone to start learning how to say that. Wow. Today is the day, the first day. Because clearly Gloria is too easy. Yeah, Gloria is too easy. Cause I, I gotta give people a challenge, and I gotta be obnoxious. You are a challenge. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say I am obnoxious. <laughs> okay, I am also obnoxious. Well, that's like part of the brand. That's and you get it, Reg. I, you know, you get it. You you understand? Cause you rule by Mercury. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you're a Virgo. I had to learn. Learn what? That it was part of the brand. I was like, who I, is this woman? That a lot of people, um, the the geniuses, the people that have um, critical thinking abilities, they know that it's just a joke. Got you. I don't think I'm that great. But I am. But I don't think I'm that. <laughs> no, I'm not that great. But I am, you know. But yeah, you get it. Got you. So, yeah. how are you? I'm doing really good. I'm happy. You've been hustling. I've been, I, I met you when you first started doing stand-up. Yeah. But I knew you before you knew me. I don't know how. Because my friend used to uh, be a waitress at the comic strip, Salam. Yes. And she's like, oh, when you get into, when I first got into comedy, she's like, oh, you should talk to this comic, Reg. But like, you were so much bigger than me. And I was like, he's not going to want to talk to me. And look at us. Now look at you. Right, on my podcast. Right. See? But yeah. Um. So we. when was the first show, like the first time we really met? Probably like 2016, 2015. It was probably the year 2018, but I don't remember the show, the specific moment. I feel like the day I met you was at probably at a PS show. If not a PS show, then it was probably at like Gotham or um, the Strip. I just understood what PS stood for. What I thought it? it was like a like a PS red, like you know when you sign postscript. Yeah, yeah, this is productively stone podcast. Well, I mean it could be both. Yeah. You know, like it's a pun. It's a pun. Yeah. it's a love letter. Just like productively stone is like. Yeah. A, Jordan was like, absolutely not. Oh, wow. I think it's a no, great name. <laughs> yeah, I think Productively Stone is a beautiful name. It's an awesome name. Yeah. Yeah, I, but advertisers are like, wait, what, is it, what, are we, what are we putting our money towards? Okay, I like that. I like the, that the brand is expanding. I see you, Reg. I see you with I'm the branding. Here. You updated your bio, your Avi. I see you. I'm out here. Hustle. I mean, People be looking at people's pages. I looked at your page. Always working. Yeah. Because I know people pay attention. Yeah. Everybody be lurking on people's pages. Let me ask you something. What? Are you, like, traumatized from, like, the last three years of what's been going on? With the pandemic or comedy? All of it. I, I think I'm still processing everything. <laughs> no, I really am. Like, I, I try to be productive, but I can't. So you like, have you on social media, so I could share things with but you. But I'd be lying. Like, I just throw shit up, and it looks like I'm doing something. Yeah. But everyone thinks that it's, like, like they're like, wow, you're doing these. I'm like, well, I'm lying. Like, I'm exaggerating, <laughs> you know? Like, people think the other day I have put something like, oh, Netflix just signed my special. But, like, that's a lie. <laughs> but, like, why do people believe everything they see on the internet? Because, like, you know, like, the metaverse is a thing now. People are starting to put more stock in what they see online. No, but me, I be, it's a joke for me. Like, the fact that everyone believes that everything is so successful. That's not I, true. I saw something online the other day that made me think so hard. It said, everyone's talking, like, everyone keeps saying that we're in the middle of a pandemic. What if we're just at the beginning? Oh, I did see that. And I was, and like, I saw that, and like, I've been blown ever since. No, but I think we're at the end. For me, for me, my timeline, <laughs> Personally, I'm at the end. You're done with I'm it. I'm done with this shit. <laughs> this is the end for me. I'm, I don't know who's leaving and who's staying. I plan on staying on Earth, but if other people are leaving, that's on them. But this is the end for me. I'm not, I'm done. You won't have to wear a mask. Like, what if that's what if that's just the twenties? What if that's just the rest of this decade? Is, I'm, that's not, I'm not mad at the mask. I really am not because I feel like I think wearing a mask is part of the black identity. I think black people need to realize that we the mask is more to our benefit. I like it. Because, I like being able to move around. Right, and it's great for like when you're running errands because I'd be looking crazy in these streets. So I just put my mask on, nobody sees me. Uh, but I did have a few people recognize me. 
That's how I knew I was, I was making it. There you and go. Like, yeah, like, are you Glory? I was like, how do you know? Um, <laughs> no, for real. Like, how did you know that? It was at the beginning. In the, in was, the produce aisle. It was right. I what was, you, what? <laughs> how you knew? No, I was walking into my mom's building, and this guy was in the elevator with us, and he's like, this is going to be like a weird question. But are you Glory? I, I promise I'm not making this shit up. He's like, are you Glory the comedian? I'm like, how did you know? And now that's when I knew that shit I was doing was working. They recognize me with the mask. That's how you know. That's what's up. You were starting your hood. <laughs> it's fine. But I like the mask because I'm a hypochondriac. I knew the mask trend was coming before the pandemic. Because like I feel like people spit when they talk and it protects you. I've yeah. I've become like I was very pro vaccine and I was telling people to get the vaccine and and then I got COVID and now I'm just like Oh, you had it? Yeah. I I knock is this wood? I don't know what this, this is. This is wood. That's but a wood I, I haven't got the new COVID. I think I had it before it became mainstream. Like, literally, like, when everyone was like, what is this? That's when I had it. But I haven't... Yo, everyone thought they were sick that December. No, it. Was, I got sick in December, for real, for real. Like, I faint, I almost fainted on the train. I was like, yo, I thought it was part of your 30s, because I ha- I just turned 30. <laughs> no, for I'm not even playing with y'all. She like, I thought it was <laughs> menopause. No, I, I, I had just turned 30. I was like, damn, like, this shit is crazy. Like, my... When I was throwing up, I was like, yo, like my whole body was trembling. I'm like, yo, this, I can never get sick like this again. And then when people are like, oh, COVID is sicker than you ever been. I'm like, oh, this is just part of COVID, not my 30s. But it still is like tangential because I still be, when I get sick, I get, like, it's like 30 sick. Yeah. Like you're 35, right? Yeah. You get, talk to me about that for you. Like, being 35 has been rough. Okay. And when you get sick, it's (laughs) tough, right? (laughs) To say the least. Wait, why is it rough? Cause man, you just you just like cause you really more than anything with the the more I've come up in age, the more I realize like it's really important to make sure I stay on top of my health, make sure I work out, oh, make sure I stay on top of. You trying to stay alive? I see yeah, that. Um, that yeah, I want to live. It's just yeah. like if you want to do this, then you gotta just like. Yeah, I get I get really anxious about having to take care of myself as well. Yeah. What, what, a, what is the, what what causes the anxiety? Well, what is what is the anxiety of surrounded around? Like? Everything like you know, I'm pre diabetic. People don't know that. Really? Fun fact, pre-diabetic. And like I have to watch what I eat, all that shit. Like I have to stay alive. And that's a lot of that's an, another job on top of Yeah. It's a lot it's a responsibility to make sure you don't put bad things in your body. Yeah. So you struggle with the food? Absolutely. Yeah, because you know good food. No, it's not that. I just don't have time to like go out and like plan out my schedule, like my my eating schedule. Cause I'm always moving and working. So like you, I have So you always ordering in? Absolutely. Last year, I must have spent. I spent a lot of money on Seamless and Ubers last year. Oh yeah, a lot. Crab legs? No, no, no. I'm not a crab leg kind of person. What's a crab leg kind of person? Like I just feel like everyone popularized popularized seafood. Like I was never that into crab legs like that. But I feel like it was trending on social media. Now everybody wants crab legs. Just for the record, seafood has always been popular. Like has it? Like, yeah. Like oh my bad. The second black, <laughs> the second black women start liking stuff. The second y'all start liking stuff, everyone give y'all hell about it. No, like I only. Like like a few things from seafood, like, like the one crab leg. I don't know. I don't really know. Just how the it, one. Just yeah. One. Like there's a part of the crab leg that's eatable and easy to eat. Yeah. Um. I don't really know how to eat lobster, so that's why I stay away from that. Like okay. I need someone else to crack it for me, and I don't really like to see the head of the shrimp. So that I'm not like, like into that shit like that. Okay. Yeah, what but, about, can you do uh, oysters and clams and mussels? I only do oysters for the aesthetic, right? Like, if you go out with somebody and they're ordering oysters, like, it's like, it looks bad, like, if you don't like oysters. So, like, I'll pretend to like that <laughs> shit. No, it really do- just it so, does. Just so you don't look like a bird. You be exactly. like, ah, I'll like, yeah, eat a booger. Yeah, I love this shit from wherever it's from. What's that shit that people be eating oysters from? Red Hook or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I'll just pretend. 
I, maybe I'm just not into seafood, Reg. Like, I maybe. like shrimp. Maybe. And that's where I, that's, that's, and that's where as I far go. as it go. There's another seafood I like. Um, I could pretend to like octopus, too. All right. That's a good one when you're out with rich people. They love that shit. Um, what about just regular fish? I like fish. I could do fish. I don't know. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really know the different kind of fishes, but I know in the... <laughs> no, for real. You got, I just be protect. No, for real. Like, there's... Um, there's a lot of different types of like fish. There's, like, the snapper. There's, there's red tel- snapper, blue snapper. Right. I never even knew there was a blue snapper. Yeah. Tilapia. I know that's not the, the, the most... The best fish. Yeah, but it's When you there. in the hood, tilapia... Yo, yeah, tilapia's... Yo, my face, when I found out they said tilapia is man-made, I was like, excuse me? Oh, wow. See, I didn't even know that. See, now I'm upset. It's, like, farmed. And I am a bird. And I'm okay with that. No, but I like one of my favorite things to do with fish when I'm in DR, like we go to the river and we get fried fish and eat it with tostones. It's okay. the best. It's a really good cultural experience. I want everybody in this room to have one day. I do love a good DR meal. Yeah. I like, what's, I, I can never, I never know the name of this thing, but like it's Mofongo? like a, No, but it's like a sweet. Asapau? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I like all of those things, but okay. it's like. A sweet plantain, they roast it, but then they cut like they stuff it like with with like spicy ground beef and peppers, and then they cook it up together. It's giving mofongo vibes. It is giving mofongo vibes, but it's not mofongo. Mofongo is like a big like it's like a, yeah. a mound, like, like a little mountain of plantain. Well, I don't know what this thing is. So. It's like just a whole. It's like a whole plantain just as is, right? But is it like, is it pastelon? Yeah, that Past, one. Okay, because I was about to be like, ooh, I was nervous. I was about to get my Dominican car revoked. Yeah, that's one. I was I was nervous. I, I can't I can't do that. How we started talking about food again? Because you were telling me you were pre-diabetic. Oh, fun yeah. Fact. Fun fact, yeah. So, yeah. Managing yeah. life is hard in general. Yeah, absolutely. Are you traumatized? From food? I, or no, from the, the last pandemic. Yeah. And tilapia. I am traumatized, especially because, like, man, when I like, I was chilling. I was flirting with COVID for months, and then I got it. And now every time Talk I go to- back outside, I'm like, yeah, I'm happy to be back inside. But I'm like, man, these are the niggas that gave it to me last time. Like, I don't know. So you got it from a comic. I don't know who I got it from. I think I got it from T-Pain, to be honest with I'm you. I'm sorry, what were you doing around T-Pain? I was in Atlanta. We got invited to do T-Pain's podcast. Okay. And uh, I was- Look at you. I love a good, like, you know, name drop. We moving up in the in the industry. <laughs> okay, Reg. So T-Pain. <laughs> <laughs> this just turned into your show. <laughs> uh, no, I'm sorry. But I tend to do to take the spotlight. I'm going to stop. Nah. Go, yeah, go. we were there, yeah. and like, I, and then like the day I got back to New York is when I was sick. Mm. I was like, man, I got it in T Pain from T Pain, and yeah. then like, did you we, tell him that? Did you text nah, him that? No, nah, I didn't. Okay. If, Do you have his phone lie. number? No. Okay, so why were we on his podcast? My, the nigga I toured with was on T-Pain's podcast, oh, okay. and he brought me to T-Pain's house to do the podcast. Okay. And so we were hanging, and then like, T-Pain's a nice guy, by the way. He Real seems nice. nice. He seems nice. And uh, yeah, like. I got teased. They were like, "You got you got COVID from sharing hookah tips in." Atlanta. I'm dead. Hookah. This <laughs> you were sharing hookah tips in Atlanta, which is like one of the wildest. Yeah, that sounds ever... like you were gonna get COVID. Yeah, I could have told you that. Yeah, but I think T Pain. Not that it matters to anything that we were saying in this conversation, but I think T Pain's having a comeback. People, yeah, T Pain's T Pain's yeah. like a host on TV shows. He yeah. has a podcast. People are listening to his music again. Yeah. Who doesn't like T Pain? They were, well, I was just watching Drink Champs. You watch that show? Yeah. I've been obsessed with it. And they were just talking about how Usher hurt his feelings. Yeah, Usher said he ruined music. Yeah. First off, Usher has herpes. Anyway. Oh, my God. Don't. don't, Because I might meet Usher. That's once. what the I just streets don't, say. I don't, want, I don't want no... That's I, what the streets been saying for 10 years. So... Okay. Well, I don't want to be on... I don't want to meet Usher and he hear this. Ah, beat Usher Raymond now. Okay. I, lo- I can't fight. I can't fight either. Yeah. Have you ever been jumped? Nah, okay. I'm fast. 
I've been jumped twice. You got slavery speed. Okay. You got you got jumped twice. Absolutely. Yeah, they they had it out for you. What happened? Yeah. Was it work? Were, were they both your fault? Absolutely. Uh, see? <laughs> and look, look. A lot of men are always get, saying that women don't want to take accountability. I that take, I, I take accountability. That was accountability. Absolutely. I, and I knew the day I got jumped that I was gonna get my ass. <laughs> I knew it. Absolutely. Which is a wild feeling to be to have in New York. You like yeah. so today. Yeah, but I I'm, got jumped in college well, I, both times. It wasn't even in my own city. Well, one time I almost got jumped in the city. Well, what happened? Like, you know, life has been tough, Reg. Life has been hard. In college? Which yeah. one was... <laughs> well, all right, you know what? Tell me about the one that had the most individuals. Oh, I mean, this one didn't... No, I can't say that. That's personal. Um, <laughs> Let me I, tell you something. Anytime you've been jumped, it was personal. <laughs> <laughs> no, though, I'll just talk about the one in college. Um... It was before, like when before Twitter was what it is today. You know when we had like flip phones, mm -hmm. and every every number mattered, every little number you pressed. So I was, um, I wear contacts. Okay. I don't know if you know that. I did know. That. Okay, well I wear contacts. I can't see. Um, and I had went to this party, and oh my phone's ringing. Let me turn it off. Glorious. My bad. Glorious. It's probably my job looking for me. Yeah. They <laughs> Yeah, because I'm on the clock right now. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, one of my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of my one of my life models is never um do things off the clock for another man's like the job is paying me, but I'm doing other things. Yeah. And that's how you live life effectively. Yes. So like I'm here on Junior's Saturday. taught me that. Who? My producer. Long story short, I had said that, you know, I got I started crying like on the dance floor after I hugged somebody. And it was well known that she had pink eye that day. And I tweeted, why would you come to a party with pink eye? But like, it was clear that it was a, sub that's when subliminals were real. Like if you tweet it, you know. It was subliminal, Like yeah. it was a subliminal. And it was a, it was a different era of Twitter. Now people just be saying like, it's not about them. But it was clear it was about that girl. Long story short, I had tweeted that shit. And her friend was like, why you tweeted that? And I had brought in on a whole nother like situation. I'm like, that's why. You know, this girl's talking about you cheating on your men, and that really, let, yeah, it was just <laughs> unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, it was messy. It was, but that's, that's how old were you? I was in my early twenties. You don't know any better, and now I'm in my whole business completely. Yeah, I never, I don't like talking about other people. It's not my business. So that's why you got jumped. It long, yeah, I was young and stupid. Are you okay now? I'm great. I think like one of my eyes is like I always have like this mark. I never know this from getting jumped. Let me see. I mean, I don't know if you can see it. Wow. You can't even see it. I got stabbed one time. Okay, that's different. Did you really, Reg? Yeah. Where? My stomach. That's way more interesting than my bro. story. So it's not. No, it is. Like, did you get like stabbed like with a knife? Like Yeah, or... with a knife. That's what they stab people with. No, because they have the other the switchblade shit. No, nah, it was a knife. It was a real knife. Okay. Yeah. A, a kitchen knife. Oh wow. This seems per was this personal? I didn't I never met this man. Didn't know him. He didn't know me. Had no reason to really stab me. Absolutely no reason. Have you talked about this in your comedy? Yeah. No okay. one laughed. <laughs> oh, I think this is hilarious. They were like, What? Yeah. Black on black violence. So what what where were you stabbed? In my avenue. No, right I'm there. saying what street? Oh, on Avenue M and East Sixteenth in Brooklyn. Oh. At the uh, at the Avenue M train station off the Q line by scary, uh, Edward R. Murrow High School. See, that's scary. Well, yeah. you you were in high school. Yeah, I was seventeen. Oh wow. Yeah, we were I feel broad. I feel they like, jumped my boy. They jumped my boy, and I jumped in to grab him, and then they stabbed me when I wasn't looking. Are you still friends with this guy? No, I'm not. So, do you feel like it was a waste of a friendship? Oh uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. I do. 
When did you stop? In retrospect, I would have minded my business and just let him get jumped. Yeah. Because like, but we, we don't stopped know. talking years. Like we stopped talking very soon after. Really? Maybe he felt guilty. Uh, whatever. Mm. It's in the past. It's in the past. You have grown from that situation. I have grown from that. And situation. do you have like a wound? I do. Okay. I have this gut from it too. Like I was, I used to be in shape, and then when I got stabbed, it just made me feel like my body. I would never have like a nice body again. So like I never mm. worked out. So I just like got big. And that's fine. Nah, that's trauma. You okay. had to work that. You had to work through that. I had to, I had to check in with myself. Mm. Wow, you know what I love about having conversations, learning something new about somebody. Yeah, I just learned I, something new. Yeah, man, you gotta. Yeah, like uh, I had to, but that, that, like that check in shit was like real recent. I had to, I had to realize that I, I let myself stay big. What like, check in thing? Like really, just talking to myself, like okay. just fucking really realizing why I didn't like work out like I used to when before I got stabbed, and like why it's okay to get back to it and. Like I think I think the whole process about like working past trauma is just that like you know like you're able to just say you know you know it's been a long life and one day something bad happened to me but it's whatever now. I mean I let me think about that. I think that's how I kind of live my life. Like there's been a lot of you know everyone has a lot of things that happen to them bad yeah. but I'm like you could either decide to make it like this thing that takes over forever. Yeah. Or you could just put it into comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Comedy does that. Comedy is a great place to hide uh, traumas Absolutely. or a mental disability. Every time somebody jokes about something, I know it, it comes from something true, right? So, like, there's a, a recent special I saw, and he was talking about, like, how Google doesn't tell you how to commit suicide. So, I, I knew... I saw that, Brian Simpson. Yeah, it was great. It was hilarious. But I knew when he ended the special, he's like, you know, thank you for to Google for not letting me... Or whatever, the car that he was trying to buy. Mm -hmm. I knew it came from, like, a real place. Like, people are like, oh, this is hilarious. But me, yeah, that, that was yeah. I saw that. I was like, I was like, damn. Yeah, homie really put his heart out there. I but saw I that. It was great. It was beautiful. Um, but I think everyone that jokes, like when you look at the comic after the, I mean, I guess I don't know. You were saying, I mean, in the other episode, there are people that have different levels of funny. Yeah. But when you look at somebody and you really hear what they're saying, like it really came from like a sad place. Yeah, absolutely. At some point, absolutely. So, anyways, I just pulled that shit into the writing or whatever. Well, I gotta do a better to, job. Uh, well, for one, I wanted to thank you because before we started this podcast, you said I don't want to talk about dating, and I absolutely agree with you. I, and it's all funny that you mentioned that because I feel like any podcast I do with women are hosting it there like so Reg, who are you fucking? It's like come no, on, just, man, don't ask me that. I just don't have anything happening in my life, and I don't want to talk about it because then people will be looking into that, and it's like you. my career is as a woman, as a woman, my career as a woman comes first, and I also don't want people in my business. I got you, skirt. Quick smoke break here. If you ever want to hear about Hollywood news, make sure you check out nstars.com. E-N-S-T-A-R-Z.com. nstars.com. What's the I question? Do you consider yourself, like, when you blow up, are you going to be living like Drake? No. You know what it is? You're lying. <laughs> the problem is that, you know, I have um, Samsung TV, so every day- Yeah, I'm, I'm going to live like Drake, yes. I'm okay. going to live like Drake. Well, I have Samsung TV, and every day they be playing Degrassi. <laughs> Whatever that means. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. They be playing Degrassi. And I can see why Drake is who he is. He was clearly a loser. <laughs> yeah, I was no, never a loser. I mean, Reg, it's okay. There were a lot of comics that were losers before they became funny. That's how you get material. Yo, you know what? I looked at a- uh, I looked at a photo of me from 10 years ago from that 10-year challenge that's been happening. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think I was a loser, but my outfits were loser outfits. I was looking at some of my drip. I was out here with uh, cargo shorts, right. a white tee, and some pro kids, and right. my ankles were ashy. My ankles were so ashy in the photo, I thought I had socks on. Oh, that's bad. I was like, what You the definitely got roasted. I was No, I was like, this was at a photo shoot. I don't know what the fuck was going on. I don't know uh -huh. who booked me for this. 
But yeah. Yeah. Well, the point is that I was never a loser, but I could have did better. Okay. And I, I definitely was definitely just a broke twenty three year old. So yeah, that's loser time. Yeah. But before that, in high school and middle school, you never were bullied. What? No, nigga. What? You don't have to lie for your podcast. I'm dead ass bullied. <laughs> you know, all the greats were bullied at some point. Sure, I don't know. So, oh, you know what? I'm, my mom maybe beating my ass. Yeah. I mean, no, bully. What I'm saying is that I understand if you lacked something when you were younger, you try to make up for it when you're older. Absolutely. Yeah, so like maybe that's the lifestyle that Drake wants to have. And it's fine. I'm not judging him for it. Let me tell you something. No. Every man would love to have the options Drake has. And that's because, yo, like every man want to be able to get the fuck off they, out their system. But that's fine. But I feel like I feel like. Not when every man, but a lot of guys. But like I feel like in your, that's what their 20s and your 30s are for, right? And how old is he? He's he's like early thirties. Yeah, so he's probably gonna get it out soon. He probably got like five more years. Yeah, do your numbers. I think at some point you want to settle down. But like down, girls, right? like girls, like if like not girls, but like hearing you talk about this topic with me right now is always like it always feels like it always feels like there's a befuddled energy. You're like, well, how how many women is no enough? no no no? I don't care about how many women he's doing. I just think that it's the the kind of women he's doing that with, right? Like if he feels like he has to put hot sauce in a in a condom. That's the problem. He does like this woman is clearly out to get him. Well, they, all right. Well, like, yeah, like he, yeah. In a poor, in a, in a situation like them, yeah, it's hard for him to feel like who he could trust. Sure. Yeah. So I'm just saying, just deal with women on your level, and maybe that's the issue. Like maybe. Drake but Rihanna's is, taken right now. Well, maybe and, he shouldn't have <laughs> fucked that up. Listen, maybe maybe would take us a lot of places, but you know where it's not taking us? Where? Forward. Okay, right. that's deep. And please snap for him, for Reginald. Uh, they, nah, snap for glory. Gloretis. Is that how we're going to end the conversation on yeah. Drake? Oh, my God. That's terrible. That's, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we ended on something better. You right. Yeah, that, oh, my God. That's, Let's end it on where you're, where these people can find you. Where these okay. Um, I'm on the. more of your comedy and your thoughts. Yeah, I'm on Instagram lying every day. Um, it's just my name, G. I spelled it at the beginning of the episode. Good luck. It's so hard to like really tell people my name because they don't know how to spell it. Gloris. Exactly. They can't even say it either. Glorelis Mora on the internet. That's why right. Gloria. What did I just say? You didn't really say it right, but it's fine, Reggie. No one, no one says it right. Don't I really wanted to say it right. Yeah. Um, and I just be booked around the city everywhere. She's at the stand. She's at Westside Comedy Club. I'm not there at, yet, but if you want to drop that, that's she's fine. She's at Gotham. She's at New York I'm all over. Club. I'm gonna be she's one everywhere. of the the best comedians to come out of New York. Mm. I really am. My girl. Yeah. So you better Stark hold it. You better put this. You better put this podcast episode in an NFT. Yeah. No, for real. I'm gonna do that. I gotta. I got my boy. Got an NFT. But platform. make sure if you use my IP that you give me a cut. Yeah. For this episode. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> PSA Podcast is produced by Junius Valentine, sound engineer Adam Mock, and written by Reg Thomas. You've been listening to an N-Stars production.